Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Today we speak with Tony Morgan, a professional actor here in Australia, and also about children leaving home and pickleball. This is going to be a good one. Thanks for joining me for this Bob's Your Uncle podcast, season one, episode 19. Of note, the opinions are strictly my own and those of any of my guests. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple iTunes, the list goes on. We have a lot of topics we discuss here, and even so, on the Bob's Your Uncle podcast, you are part of the show. We do want to see and hear you. So send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, video something, and send it to us. In the weeks to come, we'll talk about country music, wars, rumors of wars. Let's see where the spirit takes us. Whether you're at home online, on the road with me in your headset, at the gym, or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where we will be. Thanks for joining us for these 18 minutes. Amanda McInnes is both my travel agent and the sponsor of this podcast. Amanda, a travel agent, what what makes you do this for people? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is that it is and it can be very, very rewarding. So it's not really just about booking people from point A to point B, but you form relationships and you become a part of someone's long-term journey. So I've had clients that I've known from them being in university to graduation trips, to trips where they've gotten engaged and their honeymoon and now baby moons. And you really become a part of what happens in their life, which is amazing. And I've had a client who went overseas to uh, pick up his daughter and bring her back to Australia from Africa to emigrate and, and start a whole new life. So it can be really special being a part of people's lives through travel. People are always concerned. Can I get a deal? Is, is there such a thing as a financial travel deal anymore? And how do you recognize it? with any deal per se a lot of the time what the airline or the supplier is doing by giving you that deal is ensuring that you're booking early and they're getting an indication of what their occupancy is going to be like so the further out that you book usually the pricing is going to be a little bit better now obviously with that comes its own risk because if you book further out a lot of unforeseen things can happen in that period of time but um, especially domestically in Australia I think with accommodation as well again it's worth having an agent who might have uh, a large amount of contracts per se. So working with an agent like myself under the Flight Center umbrella, we've got quite a large company globally, which allows the contracts to be negotiated. So you might find secret kind of hidden deals in there if you work with a specific agent as well. How do people reach you? So the best way to reach me is via email, amanda.mckinnis at travelpartners.com.au. But, but bit.ly stroke amanda365. Thanks, Amanda. Glad to have you as my sponsor. <laughs> On this date in history, 5 July, two events of note. 
1946, the bikini swimsuit for ladies was introduced by French designer Louis Rayard at a popular swimming pool in Paris. Also in 1950, just four years later, the Knesset, Israel's parliament, passed the Law of Return, which granted Jewish people the freedom to immigrate to Israel from anywhere in the world and receive immediate citizenship. But it proved controversial when the question, who is a Jew, raised other issues. And that's the historical marker of the week. Tony Morgan and I met in 2017 here in Sydney, and each of us was taken by a new sport in Australia named pickleball. Amazing to think that was only four and a half years ago, Tony. We'll talk about the explosion of that sport here and globally. But first, let's let the listeners learn a bit more about you. You aren't from Australia, are you? Where were you born and what brought you to Australia? Okay, yes. So I was born in New Zealand. Um come across when I was about six years old we actually moved to WA Perth um, initially because my dad actually worked in the gold mines in Kalgoorlie Um, and then I found our way back to Sydney and then most recently and or actually for the last 25 years I'm based in Newcastle. No it's a regional center north of Sydney. Uh, you You have three amazing children and now one of them has just left home to move to Victoria. How did that move make you feel? And what lessons have you learned already from that move out? She was, yeah. So Bailey, Bailey, my second oldest son, um, he's 19. He's the first to leave the, leave the nest. Um, it actually came about pretty quickly. Um, we were down in Wangaratta for a pickleball tournament, actually. And where we were staying, friends of the family had a job going and Bailey was in, in this transitional phase of, looking for work. Um, he was an apprentice chef, but then now somehow he's moving into the um, pharmaceutical uh, industry. <laughs> and um, so there's an adjust the job opportunity and, and, it, and it sort of came from nowhere. Um, and just to expand on that, yeah, my son, my other son turned 21. So all of our attention was sort of planning this 21st. Uh, and Bailey wasn't forgotten about, but he's, because he announced his departure pretty quickly, we didn't have t- too much time to think about it. So it's only just now that, I'm, it's, that it's hit me that he's actually moved out of home and, you know, I have to walk past the bed- bedroom and see an empty bed and I think, oh, geez, he's gone. <laughs> but, yeah. You're feeling a bit of loss. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was all very uh, – I didn't have time to think about it. So now it's, it's only sort of just hit me now. Now, actually – Bailey and me never really had phone calls. And I think I've spoken to him um, six times in the last four days. <laughs> it's like, it's like, where's this come from? <laughs> That's so great. I think he's feeling it as well. Tony, you've been a professional actor for many years. When did that career begin for you? Do you have any favorite moments? And did you ever meet anyone famous? Gee whiz, when you call me an actor, I, I sort of... Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose I can call myself an actor, but yeah, it's mainly background stuff. I do featured stuff, um, the occasional commercial and stuff. And I was actually thinking about it today because I had a job in Sydney today um, and I've got to go back tomorrow and do the second day. Um, I've actually done about 30 or 40 different separate jobs you know, over the last five years. So I started five years ago, um, 
fell into the industry when I took a voluntary redundancy out of a, a job that I was in for 22 years. Um, so I wanted to uh, get into something uh, that was uh, that I love doing, and that's what I do now. Is I do acting part time. I I'm heavily involved in badminton and pickleball, and I've got a business around that. So I just said to myself that I was going to start doing things that I was passionate about uh, and that I enjoyed doing. And the industry, even though I don't do major stuff, like I, I don't throw myself into the acting world as in um, I have done stuff where I get lines and, and talking and stuff like that. But um, the industry is so positive that I just enjoy being part of bigger productions. And I've, you know, I've, I have landed the occasional role on a Marvel movie or a, uh, a, a bigger movie that's coming up in Sydney next, 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 this month. I've got uh, about two weeks work with. But when you said something about what's my most memorable thing was, when I fell into the industry, I just responded to a Facebook uh, request to be a zombie, and I, I thought, what am I doing now? Oh, oh yeah, this zombie job is in Melbourne, so I went down to Melbourne and visited my friends, used the opportunity to catch up with some friends. Um, and then when I came back to Sydney, I joined the agency. Um, but my third gig, and this is the most memorable for me, was I actually went to Fiji and I was in Fiji for nine and a half weeks. Um, and that was uh, really memorable because I got over there and I was a part of the, the family. Like you're on set the whole time working at American TV show. But our downtime and being exposed to the Fijian community and their culture, um, and I remember going, it was a time of Easter, and this this uh, village, um, I think it was the cleaning lady who, who attended all our rooms, invited us to, uh, and some of the main actors and, and the extras, we went to their village for Easter. We went to their church, uh, uh, experienced the ceremony with them, and then we got back to their house and it was all about food and, and all this food was cooked under the ground. And uh, it was just, a, just a, the whole, the whole experience was um, uh, amazing. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it's more the connections of, and who we've met through acting rather than the, you know, the, the onset sort of uh, stuff. But I, yeah, I have met some famous people, I suppose, as well along the lines. And they've <laughs> met you. So that's good. Uh, Tony, let's talk pickleball. You and I were part of the first executive here in New South Wales and then nationally as well. We helped get the sport launched. You came from a badminton background. What caused you to switch sports? Um, well, I haven't switched totally. I, I'm still involved with badminton. Um, I, I still coach badminton. Um, I don't play, uh, I play socially badminton, but I don't play competitive badminton. I, I enjoy the competitive, competitiveness of pickleball now more um yeah there was a lady that came to our badminton club and from america mary beth and um she introduced the sport and it was just um it was just uh so catchy so so had similar uh, aspects to badminton as it was very social uh you could make it as competitive as you wanted it to be um but it was just a heap of fun so that 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 got me started um and then it was a thing of well now i'm in the sport 
who can I ask? Who else can I invite? And who else can I, you know, share this uh, amazing sport with? And that's what I do now in various forms. Still, I'm not maybe not so much in the committee capacity, but um, wherever you go, you have a conversation about the sport, and um, it's growing. It's a growing sport, as you know. I love the sport. It grabs you more than you grab it. Um, it, it is. It came from nowhere, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. And you helped create tournaments and the calendar of tournaments that are exploding all over Australia. Uh, that's got to give you a sense of, there's a Yiddish word called nachas, a great satisfaction inside. Uh, do you feel that when you see the listing of not just Battle of the Border, but the national and state and local tournaments? Yeah, yeah. That's probably what was a bit of a draw card as well. Um, not knowing at the time, but along the way, um, helping shape the sport was was uh, a new and exciting challenge when I look back on it now. But, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it certainly come along. And, and, and I, yeah, you mentioned Battle of the Border, and that's something that me and my friends sort of got started down and that was just a few weeks ago and it was great to see that both states get behind that event and it had doubled in size and and the friendships from all the people when they came together um having dinner after the tournament and stuff like that so uh you sit back and and you enjoy that sort of aspects more than playing in the tournament itself are you still coaching uh, yeah, I coach badminton. Um, I do pickleball demonstrations. I, I have been in a couple of schools lately, and that's part of expanding the sport. It is. And, and you're still a retailer? Yeah, so I, I have a shop called PB Sports. It's an online shop. Um, but that's just an umbrella um, for all my activities. So it's for uh, pickleball coaching, badminton coaching, uh, the equipment sales of, of pickable um and i was the first in new south wales that's it, it was to you know service the sport that was growing as well so and pb um, does not stand for pickleball does it no it started off as a badminton business so it was uh and coaching predominantly was so it was a personal best pb is personal best uh how do people reach you pbsports.com.au is there anything i've left out that you'd love to tell the bob's your uncle podcast people Things are always changing, but um, yeah, I, I look back over the last five or six years since that voluntary redundancy, and um, just yeah, if I can get out one message of just yeah, um, don't don't wait for a, your moment. Just sort of if you think you want to get out there and start doing what you what you're passionate about, then go ahead and do it because yeah, that's that's where I am now, and it's been the best seven five seven years of my life. Yeah. We don't get promised tomorrow, so make the best of today, hey? That's, that's it. So that's it. If I was to relay anything, that would, that's what it would be. That's great. Thanks, my friend. I'm honored to have served with you and wish you only God's best tonight and throughout your days. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, it's great to catch up with you, Bob, and um, we'll have to do the uh, Super Bowl again sometime. <laughs> well, or next year. <laughs> Go the Chiefs. All right, great. Thanks so much. <laughs> Every week, we read from the number one bestseller of all time, the best nonfiction book ever, the Bible. 
Today, a comment from Rabbi Saul to his young charge, Timothy, about sports in a way. If anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. Do you have a comment or question? Do you agree with us? Hit us up on bobmendo at aol.com or on Twitter or Instagram on Bob's Your Uncle PC. This week, another good review. Anonymous wrote this to my email. Thanks, Uncle Bob. I love your show. There you go. Send us your comment and sign it this week. We'll read it as soon as possible. Don't forget to post a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening, and share our podcast with your mates, your friends, your enemies, anyone, everyone. Thanks for helping us get known out there. Also, please follow or subscribe to the podcast. We can use all the good speak we can get. And your podcast app should notify you of the next episode. Don't forget to book all your travel needs with Amanda McInnes at travelpartners.com.au. Next week, I'm going to deal with war again as the subject of Ukraine and hundreds of millions of dollars are being spent by Western nations to stop Mr. Putin. Will that work? What's the end game anyway? Until then, from me, Bob Mendelson, when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven. And Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney. <laughs>